Thanks for tuning in today. And today we are lucky to speak with Jesse from HomeWise. Jesse, thanks for tuning in and um, speaking with me today. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting. Great. So maybe um, for our listeners out there, if you could give them just a bit of a background about what HomeWise does and how you can assist people. For sure. So at, at HomeWise, we are a first-time homebuyer mortgage tech company. And I say first-time homebuyer, and it's very apt for this conversation because many first-time homebuyers in Canada are actually new to Canada. They're immigrants. They might have just moved here months or years ago or thinking of moving to Canada. And the way our process works is our clients apply online in about five minutes, really super easy. And then we do the work for them. We actually search through 30 different banks and lenders to find our clients the best mortgage for their unique needs. Clients are also set up with a personal HomeWise advisor from our team that provides that human interaction to give advice, provide transparency, and overall make sure they're making the right decision because a lot of people aren't mortgage experts. That advisor will then take the clients from A to Z, approval all the way to move in, helping them save time, money, and overall, hopefully get the best mortgage for their unique needs. That's great. And for a lot of people out there, you know, moving to Canada from other countries, I know, you know, when I was in South Africa, it was quite like this, that you had a very limited selection of banks or lenders to apply for a mortgage, or you might be stuck dealing with the bank that your accounts are with. So it's kind of great to know that there's so many different banks and lenders available that you might get a, a lot better rate dealing it that way. A hundred percent. And that that's one of the key things is we focus on rate, but also key features as well. Because we work with so many different lenders, we try to provide our clients with a full rounded picture of why that mortgage might be right for them. Because sometimes the key features of mortgage could actually save clients even more money than a low rate. So we try to go low rate, great features, and overall provide the advice so that uh, clients make the best decision for themselves because what we always say in the end is that we work for our clients and with lenders so we're completely unbiased and it's really helpful when you're looking to save as much money as possible and, and overall make the right decision for you and potentially your family. Yeah and especially when you're new to the country and new to the market. Now something that you mentioned that I think also might be a little bit unique with Canada is what do you mean by key features with the mortgage? I mean everyone knows you want to get the best rate but what do you mean with key features? That's a great question. So a lot of people, especially new to Canada, you might move into one province and then move to another province. And a lot of people don't know that if you bought a home in one province, it's not always portable depending on which lender you go to. And what that means is if you bought, if you moved to Saskatchewan and then you moved to Quebec and you wanted to move your mortgage from one province to the other, not every lender allows for that. So that's one really important key feature. Another one is actually prepayments. So it's the ability to actually pay down your mortgage more quickly during the lifetime of your mortgage. And it's a really good way to save money because by prepaying your mortgage and putting a little extra more down per month or lump sums on an annual basis, it's a great way to shave interest off and overall spend a lot less money over time. So a lot of these key features are really important uh, that we always try to explain to our clients. There's even more that I'm not even talking about that are also really important, but those are just some top of mind ones that are really important to understand. Okay, those are good to know because a lot of people, you know, if they've never lived in Canada, they don't know. They might buy a home and after a year or two want to move provinces. So that's that's really good to know about ahead of time. Definitely. So we've had um, a lot of questions sent to us by, you know, clients and people on social media to do with buying a home in Canada. So we've put together a short list of some of the most important questions that people have wanted answers to. And we're going to have Jesse answer those for us today. 
So the first question that we get a lot is how quickly can I get a mortgage once I move to Canada? Yeah, that's a great question. One of the awesome things about Canada is we actually have new to Canada programs offered by almost every single lender, if not all of them, from a prime A perspective. And what these programs are, they're actually insured by Genworth and CMHC, which are two insurance bodies in Canada. And these are really helpful to first-time homebuyers who are buying a home under a million dollars. So I'll explain how that works versus an over a million dollar home. So the the way that program works is if you're a new Canada, uh, you can have a working permit or a permanent resident status, you need to be working here for at least three months. But once you're working here for three months on a full-time job, you are able to go ahead and, and actually get a mortgage. And that's that's a really important thing. Self-employed is a little bit of a different situation. So if you're self-employed, you, you just moved here from Canada, you might have had a business before, and you want to do the same thing here in Canada. If you are self-employed, generally the lenders will want at least two years of their, your taxes, so your T4s or your NOAs, your T4As to prove your income over a two-year period and average that out. So that's an important people for, uh, thing for people to realize if they are a full self-employed. There is the, the third solution to this as well. There are a lot of people who move to Canada who might have business interests in their home country, like South Africa, United States, UK, wherever you might have moved from. You might actually still have a job running there. Mm-hmm. There are situations like this, and generally the lenders will not allow you to borrow as much money in these situations and you'll need to have a lot of documentation and proof of income just to show hey you know i have money in this other place i have got a large down payment and um be interested in getting a mortgage so your rate might be a bit higher you could borrow a little bit less but there are still solutions available in those situations okay that's that's good to know now, one of the other key questions that we get a lot is, you know, what are the rates like? I know that they vary, but for example, you know, when I was in South Africa, we got a rate around 10%, which yeah. is quite high. So for Canada, you know, what are kind of the averages that you'd be looking at? Yeah, it's funny. My my wife is South African. So I've I, whenever I talk about this with her family, it's really interesting to hear yeah. because rates are so high in South Africa and some other countries. Rates in Canada, if you're getting a prime A mortgage, and this is a mortgage that comes from one of the big banks or something called a credit union or a monoline lender, these rates generally range between 2.5% to 3.2%. So really low in comparison to what you might have seen in South Africa and some other countries. Yeah. Um, that's on a prime A mortgage. If you do need a B mortgage, and a B mortgage would be for situations where you might not be able to qualify for an A mortgage, they still come from great financial institutions uh, with big names and a lot of money un- under their backing. So they're they're fully accredited, strong companies. These rates are a bit higher. They might be closer to 4 to 6%. And still a lot better than what you might have gotten back in your, your home country. But prices of houses do come into account in those situations as well. Okay. And another question is, you know, what is the maximum amount you can get a mortgage for? But I think maybe the better question is percentage. You know, how much would you have to put down as a minimum? Yeah, that's a great question. So let's let's start with a, a home under a million dollars. So talking about that new to Canada program I mentioned a little bit earlier, there are two ways to get into that new to Canada program. If you're putting down 10% or more, uh, you need at least six months of bank statements and, or a letter of reference from a Canadian financial institution saying that you're making money in this country, you have a salary, and and overall you could buy the specific home. So that's how you're able to do 10% or more of a down payment. 
if you want to do a little bit less, like five to nine percent, um, you would probably need an international credit report, uh, a strong profile from a financial perspective, and a lot of documentation from your previous country just showing where you're at. And this is if you are new to Canada, so you're not a permanent resident yet in the full form at that point. Mm. Um, you also might want to show alternative uh, credit sources. So if you don't have your credit fully built up yet, you might want to show things like your rental payments or utility bills. So that's that's the general process there if you're if you are applying for a new to Canada program. Okay. One of the nice things about Canada is if you are buying a house under a million dollars, you generally could put down a, a down payment as low as five percent up to about ten percent if you're at nine hundred ninety nine thousand dollars for the price of the home. Having said that, there is no maximum amount that you could borrow if you are putting down a larger down payment and not part of the new to Canada program. So theoretically, if you have a massive down payment and you want to buy a, a much more expensive house, you do have the ability to do so, but uh, lenders might not lend you as much money. You might have to put down as much as 35% or more of a down payment in these situations. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. Now, the next question we had, I think, you know, you've kind of touched on this. It was for people who are self-employed, you know, in their home country, but maybe let's, let's look at it this way. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you're, you know, in the U.S. or the U.K. and you're self-employed there and you've just recently moved to Canada and you're looking to buy a home. Now, I think you said if they have a full-time job after they've been working for three months, they're actually going to look more at their credit in Canada and not so much being self-employed previously. Is that mm -hmm. correct? Exactly. If you are full-time employed, though, and you still have business interest back in South Africa and you want to use that as salary towards the property, that is something you could do. Because okay. in the end, income income is like the number one thing that lenders will look at. So you could then have a mix of, you know, employment from Canada and then maybe some income from business interest that you still had in your home country. You could have a combination. Exactly. In, in those situations can get a little bit tricky. You might need a lot of documentation to come through. But in the end, there are often a lot of opportunities in those situations as long as income can be proven. Okay, no, that's that's great. Now, mm. the next question, um, you know, very relevant for the newcomers, whether they're on those work permits or just new permanent residents arriving in Canada, you know, if you have no credit history in Canada, what mm -hmm. kind of documents would you need from your home country? Or are they just going to look at the documents from Canada at this stage? Yeah, it's a great question. So the, the new to Canada program does realize that there might not be as much credit in, as you might have just moved here three to six months before. Uh, so there are some previous credit reports they might look at from your your home country. If you are from a company like a country like the U.S. or a place like the U.K. or South Africa, where it's similar guidelines as you'd see here, there's a little bit more leniency and a little bit more ease. If you're coming from uh, other places of the world, it's, it adds. Just, just differing levels of documentation that might be needed. But generally, if you are, do qualify for the New to Canada program, it's a little bit easier. If you are buying a house that is more expensive, uh, you'll just need a little bit more information from a credit perspective from your previous country. And they might ask you just to show some bank statements to, see, to show that you're paying off things like utility bills and uh, rent uh, since you've moved to Canada. Okay, great. Now, the next question, you know, ties in with what you kind of just answered, but it was, will they look at my foreign credit history? And I think the concern that a lot of people have is maybe before they moved to Canada, they weren't so great with credit. 
you know, um, but most people who immigrate, they have to have all of their debts paid off so they wouldn't be in any debt when they move to Canada. But what if they had a previous bad credit rating in their home country? Would that affect them trying to get a mortgage now as a newcomer? You know, it's, it's a funny thing. Unique situations can be different based on which country they come from and how their credit is reported. Generally, what the banks will look for, so I mentioned income is one of the most important factors, if not the most important factor when grading a mortgage. Credit is the second most important. So if they are looking at a previous country's uh, credit report and they are seeing some negativity on the report, be it uh, bad hits on the credit, that can have a negative impact. Um, having said that, it, unique situations do exist. So a lot of the times it can be a conversation with uh, a company like ours who could relay that to the lender saying this is the reason why the credit took a hit. So there are ways to, to work through those situations to ensure where possible uh, you could you could find your way through it. Okay, perfect. Now, if somebody is looking at moving and they're you know just trying to get their documents together, what would you suggest that they make sure they have available from their home country, whether it be you know, is it tax documents, tax returns? Is it things from the bank? What would you recommend that they start gathering? Yeah, the, the first thing is tax documents. Uh, if you've lived in Canada for 50 years or for three months, they're going to want to see your tax forms. Generally, lenders want your last two years of tax forms. So that's one thing that's really important. Uh, bank statements is another one. So you're going to want to have at least six months of bank statements. So showing where money is and how it's getting in there especially if you're bringing money over from your other country to Canada and you want to get your mortgage using your Canadian bank statements, you're going to want to have that money in your Canadian bank account for at least six months. The big reason for this is lenders will always want to make sure that money is coming from you and not coming from another source, from a, an investment perspective, or in the, in the most crazy sense, in a laundering perspective, that's why they always want to make sure money's in the account for a while. Yeah. So, so that's a, a really important thing is just to have bank statements. And then if you do have credit reports from your other country, that's also a great thing to have there. Okay, perfect. Now the next question, um, and we've kind of touched on this a bit, but if you are in Canada on a work or a study permit, are you eligible to buy a home? So let's maybe break this into two separate questions. Mm -hmm. Is there any restrictions on who can buy property in Canada? And then number two, restrictions on who can actually get a mortgage in Canada. It's a good question. So who could buy property? If you are theoretically a foreign investor and you're not a landed immigrant here or on a work permit and you just came here, there are taxes that do come. So there are foreign invest investor taxes and they differ by province. So BC has a different rule than Ontario, than Quebec. So it's important to, to look into what those rules would be if you're not yet a landed immigrant of any kind. So that's one thing to consider there is there are taxes. If you are on a work permit and you have a job and you have a salary, um, yep, you're good to go. Especially once you get your permanent resident status, you are treated just like a Canadian citizen in that situation. Uh, and you could go ahead and buy your house. If you're on a study permit, it's a little bit of a, of a tricky situation because oftentimes you're not making income and you might be making income in your, your home country. So if, you, if that's the only income you're making from your home country, it just becomes a little bit more of a case-by-case -case situation and maybe trying some things creatively and working through multiple different lender options just to see who might allow that. In the end, the goal is 
someone's working in Canada and making money in Canada is the easiest situation. Uh, otherwise, a valid work permit or permanent residency is generally the, the best situation to have if you're maybe self-employed or making dual income from your previous country and now in Canada. Okay, that's, that's really good information. Now, you mentioned a little bit earlier in that question penalties or, you know, additional taxes or fees if you're buying as a foreigner. So maybe if you could tell us, first of all, which provinces have those penalties or taxes in place for foreign buyers, just so our listeners out there maybe get an idea, you know, if they're looking at different provinces, which ones they might expect to incur those fees. Yeah, so the the biggest taxes generally come in Ontario and in Quebec. Um, as an example, in Ontario, if you're a foreign buyer, the tax is about 15%. And in 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 in, uh, in BC, it's 20%. Sorry, I think I said Quebec. It's Ontario and BC. In BC, there's a 20% foreign buyer's tax. So that's a really important thing to think about if you are buying in those two provinces. Some other provinces have lighter guidelines than you would see in Ontario and, and BC. And the major reason for that is that's where a lot of the foreign investment is coming from. We have started to see more foreign investment in Quebec, which might see more stringent guidelines in the future. But overall, this only comes into account if you are not a, a landed immigrant with a work permit or a permanent resident status. Um, so it only happen if you're treated as a foreign investor and you're not looking to live in the specific home yourself. Okay, so even if you're on a work permit, you wouldn't incur those extra fees? No, uh, if you're on a work permit, there would be no fee because Hopefully you'd apply for the, uh, the the new to Canada program if your home's under a million dollars. And if it's above that, you, you still wouldn't have the issues as long as you're a permanent resident or on a work permit. Okay, great. No, that's, that's great news. Now, another thing that I kind of saw a difference, you know, from South Africa and it's also other countries to Canada is you can get pre-approved for a mortgage before you even start looking for a home in Canada. Is that always correct or is it in only some cases? That's, that's one of the most important things that we always say at HomeWise is get pre-approved because what it does is it gives you some knowledge in terms of what you could afford. Uh, so what your maximum amount you'd be able to afford based on your income and your credit and everything in between and as well as what type of lender would be able to lend you money. And so that that's a really important first step. You don't have to do it. In no means do you have to do it. A lot of realtors that you work with will ask you to make sure that you are pre-approved. The reason that we always suggest it to people is one, so our service at HomeWise is completely free. No matter if you get a mortgage with us, you get pre-approved with us, whatever it is, we're a completely free service. So one of the really nice things about getting pre-approved, especially if you're new to Canada and have never been through a process before here, is you can apply online, you'll speak to an advisor who'll give you the advice you need to know so that when you are looking to buy a house, you know exactly what you could afford, you know if there's any issues with your current status, and overall, it makes you a lot more comfortable in the situation because you have locked in a mortgage with a specific lender. It doesn't mean it's 100% that when you purchase a place, you'll go with that lender, but it does give you a level of confidence in the matter. One of the really nice things, again, about a company like ours at HomeWise is if we pre-prove you with lender one out of our 30 other lenders, you're not locked into anything. So if you pre-approved and then find a house and a better option comes available, we'll always look to switch you into the best option. So Overall, getting pre-approved helps you be informed about the process and, and, and overall makes your job search a lot easier. 
Oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's great that you can actually change providers if you want to, after you actually find a home. So that's really great news. And I think for, you know, a lot of people maybe whose permanent residency has been approved, but maybe they haven't just, you know, flown over to Canada yet and, and physically touched down. Could they start that pre-approval process with you guys ahead of time so they could also get an idea of, you know, what they would be looking at if they had those documents to show that they had permanent residency, they just haven't physically arrived yet? Definitely. Um, because we're a tech company, it's you don't have to dial a 1-800 number and, and wait for someone online. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of people apply to us who are permanent residents. That's the nature and one of the great things about Canada is that we are a, a country of a lot of other countries in one. And that's that makes us who we are. So we always say, no matter what your status is, definitely apply on our site. Give us your inf- your overall information so we could provide you a well-rounded picture of what's the best option for you. Um, to, to that end, you, you, a home buying does not happen overnight. It took me three years to find the right home for my family. So it's always good to start early and set yourself on the right course because especially before you come to Canada, you're going to have some insights on where you might be beforehand. But six months later, things might change. So it allows you to sort of see how your home buying journey could change as you you land in this country yeah and i mean i think also just dealing you know with the amount of people we do moving over sometimes just going through that pre-approval process might give them peace of mind that you know once i get there i actually can get a home i'm not going to be stuck renting you know i I know what i can afford and some cases that might dictate where they actually want to live and work because home prices really vary across canada um so i think that might even give them some guidance on that um maybe you can agree or disagree with this, but would you say right now that sort of Vancouver and Toronto are the most expensive property prices in Canada? De- definitely. Um, Vancouver has has leveled out in terms of what was going on from a huge, huge increase in prices over the last few years. It's leveled up, but still expensive. Toronto is an overall very hot market, and yeah. it, I don't see that ever changing. In Canada, roughly half of our home buyers on an annual basis first-time home buyers and a big mixture of those are new to Canada as well as Millennials and so in in that in Gen Xers and so in that situation there's so many Canadians moving into our country every year from other countries and there's a lot of people who want to live in southern Ontario and mm-hmm. in some of the major cities so that leads to upward pressure on prices because of the amount of pent-up demand but to the point that you just made which is a great one what getting pre-approved does is it lets you get an idea of where you might be able to afford. If you do want to move to Toronto, a lot of people realize this when they when they move to Toronto for the first time is there's a lot of incredible cities around Toronto, be it Barrie, um, I think you're in Ottawa. So a lot of really great cities around Toronto. It's not just this one epicenter. Yeah. So there's a, there's a great opportunity just to see what might be right for you and your family. And if buying a house isn't the right thing, on year one, maybe a couple years down the road, uh, it's the right decision for you. So overall, it allows you to make a plan for your family. Yeah, definitely. And I don't, I don't know if you would know this, but we get this question a lot. What are maybe the cheaper housing prices in Canada? Do you know what provinces or cities those would be in typically? That is still, let's just put this way, a major city, not completely up north in the middle of the Yukon, but you know, <laughs> yeah. your bigger cities, but uh, cheaper housing prices. Yeah, you, you know what? There, there's a lot of really great housing in Manitoba, in certain places of Alberta, 
even in Tor- in the Ontario area, there's places surrounding Ontario Ontario that are beautiful places to live and much more affordable compared to the major epicenter cities like a uh, Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. So so one of the keys that is is important to do is once you do get pre-approved, jump on sites that the real estate sites like a realtor.ca and just go go searching search around based on your price range you get a better idea of what might be available what's really nice about some of these sites is they also tell you the the type of area that you might be in you can research if there's schooling close by if you're single and you're moving here by yourself you could see the the type of demographics in that area if it if it fits what you're looking for so overall there are a lot of, of places to to move the key is to think about what's important to you. Are you looking for a place for your family to grow up in and there's schools around? Are you looking for a place to get a job that you can really build a career in? All these things are important things to take into account when looking where to move and, and how soon to buy a home. Yeah, no, definitely. And and that's great advice. It's great that you can look those things up, you know, schools and, and demographics to see what might be a good area for you. And obviously, when you touch down on the ground, you're going to want to drive around a bit and, and actually look at these areas and, and see if you like them or not, because what you see online is not always what it's like in person. I mean, I recently moved back to Canada and we looked, I want to say, at 80 different houses and pretty much every suburb of Ottawa, you know, and we ended up in an area that was like the last place that we looked. So you never really know with these things. I think that's that's the key thing about a house is, uh, as I mentioned, I, I'm similar to you, I looked for ages and where I first started looking for a house was different than the second place and the third place and then where I eventually purchased so that's one of the great things is you, you you don't have to buy a house until you find the right place. So searching around, determining what you can buy and what you could afford, and then going for it is is the best way to make an informed decision. Yeah, I know that's perfect. Now, we've gone through, you know, all the questions that we had, but is there anything that you could think of or any advice that you have for new immigrants or anything that we've left off that you think is really important for them to know? Yeah, overall, the reason we actually started HomeWise as a business is that mortgages are confusing. Uh, I didn't learn about them in high school, definitely didn't learn about them in university. Sort of tried to go to the, the, the bank of mom and dad to help understand from them, okay, what am I supposed to do from a mortgage perspective here? So it's not a really easy subject. And that's actually the reason that we started HomeWise was to make it much easier for first-time homebuyers to find the right mortgage. So what I would say to to people who are moving to Canada, looking into the mortgage process is utilize the resources you have available. Obviously, I'd love everyone to use HomeWise. Um, and I'll explain to you basically why it's important for a first-time homebuyer to use a resource like a company like HomeWise. Is it's completely free. It will give you a, a good idea of what the best options are available for you. It, a lot of the time, people think that going to one bank is going to be the best solution because a company like ours um, works with 30 different lenders, it will give you a good insight into what the availability is in the marketplace for your specific profile and overall help inform you of the process. So that's the biggest piece of advice I, I'd say is get as much advice as possible when you are looking to buy, buy a property. If you go to one bank, it could often be somewhat of biased advice. So look for an unbiased solution in the process and, and overall try to be as informed as possible so that when you do go into buying a home, you feel really comfortable with your choice. You didn't go above your means and, and buy something that you can't actually afford. And and in the end, uh, enjoy every moment of it because I know from my end, buying a house was one of the most exciting 
moments in my life. It was like the culmination of so many things that I've been building up to. So enjoy it. And, and, um, and yeah, that's, that's the best piece of advice I could really give. No, that's great. And I really like, you know, what you said about why you started this business. It, mortgages are confusing. And, you know, for a lot of our clients, you're in a new country. Things work completely different to where you've been. You don't know anybody. And you're just really looking for someone to help you out. And like you said, your service is free. So there's no harm in contacting you guys and getting that information and figuring out how the process works. So I think it's a really great program that you guys have for new immigrants and it's just you know knowledge is power learn what you can it's just going to help you on your journey a hundred percent it's funny we always say to people we find people do more research on which is the right hotel to go to for their vacation by going to TripAdvisor <laughs> and Expedia and all these companies and even which car is the right one to rent and they check out 15 sites but when they get a mortgage they go to one bank and it's it's so confusing because that purchases a hundred, two hundred times larger than a vacation would be. So, definitely take all the advice you can and 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 shop around as much as possible to find the right solution. Yeah, and you know, if they're from countries that that is different, then that's great. It's it's something that they can learn and that they can do here in Canada. Definitely. Jesse, thank you so much um, for joining with me today and answering all these questions. This has been incredibly useful information for our clients and anybody out there listening. I think they've probably learned a lot. And, you know, a lot of good information. And I think it's also just good for them to know that even with no credit rating, they, you know, can actually look at, at buying a property once they get here. So it's, I think it's just a really great process and it's some really great information. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me. And we will put uh, Jesse's details on the link below in the podcast. So if you do want to get in touch with him, then you can just contact him through there. That concludes this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. This has been the Canada Abroad podcast, and we hope that you'll tune in to our next episode.